Mario Man, the world's first and only movie talk show podcast, baby. Look, you might think you're such a clever fuck for pointing out that a show with real men is actually just a bunch of losers sitting around on a Saturday recording themselves bitching about superhero movies, but you're the fucking loser listening to it. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Andy. With me, as always, bringing the real men quota into the negatives, Muller. Uh, The real mall here. (laughs) Awful quota. <laughs> With us as well, bringing the real men quota into his bedroom. Braden. Yeah, straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> we always take a nice, a nice long, uh, nice long uh, pee-pee and poo-poo before we start this, start this podcast. And this jackass over here long. pees all over the toilet seat right as if no one's going to notice. And I'm waiting outside the door. For, for, for you, Andy, to get out I of the bathroom. I feel like this is a made-up story because I actually recall wiping the seat down after I took a piss. There was, there was piss drib- driblets all over it. I had to wipe is, it down again. This is defamation and slander, and I am <laughs> going to sue you. I quite literally wiped down the toilet seat after. You can go fuck yourself. Right. And, and people who pee on toilet seats are terrible at cleaning them. Well, so. I knew you were outside after, and I just wanted to piss all over. I went to the far bathroom, and as I was walking in, I turned and saw Muller standing outside Andy's bathroom, <laughs> waiting to go in. And like a little kid who can't sit still, Muller had his shirt pulled up halfway <laughs> and was just looking at his belly button and kind of wiggling around. I asked, just, Muller, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I'm looking at my belly. I'm like, just like a little kid. <laughs> like a fucking child just <laughs> needs constant stimulation. Actually, I said that I have a pimple or something something on my stomach, so I was checking that out. Oh, okay. Yeah, idiot. What do you think? <laughs> like a child. So I was, I was signing up for a Google Plus account this week. I don't even know how many of these his stories are true now after the slander <laughs> uh, leading into the start of this episode. <laughs> Jeez. So I, so I was signing up for my Google Plus account, mm-hmm. okay? And, uh, and it asks you about your gender. Okay. Uh, so the option, So here are the options that you have for gender on Google. Awesome. This, this is, by the way, a prime example of a company that has just thrown their hands up in the air uh, in dismay. Uh, you can choose male, female, and make your own. Ooh, awesome. That's fun. <laughs> I like that. Cool. They're just literally saying, yeah, just make up whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Is that meant to be That's, like a bit of a jab? <laughs> yeah, I know. It sounds, it sounds like that, too. Uh, I, 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 yeah, they've either thrown their hands up or it's intentionally malicious. I like the malicious angle, personally. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's um, good to see we're filling our trans quota very early in this episode. <laughs> right to the bat. You got you to gotta get that trans quota. Uh, you got your real men quota. Uh, Cool. That's so, basically all there is. So what did you learn about uh, Jordan Peterson this week? <laughs> so wait, what did, you, what did you fill in for the gender thing? I just, I just put my gender. Oh, that's not fun. You could have made up anything. Yeah. Oh, could have been Come great. on. Yeah, they re- that, that is quite insulting if you, if you think about it. I wanna it's meet, funny. I want to meet the person who thinks that that's a progressive idea. <laughs> like, like I'm sure finally, just Google's do, keeping up. I'm sure if the, you just do a Google search, there'll be some fucking blogger uh, talking. Some article about about how they've really achieved it by completely uh, nullifying anyone's sense of identity from their gender by just saying you like literally admitting you can just make it up. <laughs> yeah, Google's it's it's an explicit it's an explicit admission that we can't keep up. 
Yeah, it's, and we're it's Google. Funny. We're the biggest. Google, we can't keep up. Google, I think, doesn't know quite how to handle the just the whole just this modern uh, trans stuff and just modern politics thing going on. Like, do you remember? I'm not. I don't want to get into this dude. No, at let's all, get into it. Do you remember that James James Damore guy? For those that don't know, he he, yeah. he wrote something saying like this is this scientifically and biologically this is perhaps a reason that women are less interested in tech and the reason why there's less less female employees at Google and then Google like fired him and all that and then they like they came out and said like no this guy's wrong it's you know females love it it's just that uh, it's just because of sexist hiring practices so it's like wait are you admitting that you guys have sex are you denouncing this guy for being sexist by admitting that you have that the reason you only have you have a, a four to one ratio of men to, to women is because of your own sexist hiring practices you idiots <laughs> like it just seems like they don't know quite how to handle the whole I can tell you what I learned from Jordan Peterson this week, uh -oh. uh, actually, uh, is that... <laughs> Make it funny. <laughs> no, it's not that funny. I guess I'll just pass. <laughs> but, but, but actually, um, in, in any of the countries where they've, where they've evened this out with, uh, with men and women, in like, so for STEM or you know, sciences and tech... Yeah. Um, is that what STEM is? Yeah, science, and, tech, engineering, and math. Whenever people say, oh, people are studying STEM, um, I keep thinking about STEM cells and... Just nerd. I'm like, that's really specific. Yeah, they're nerd really... <laughs> we got to get more people studying STEM, STEM cells. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, wow, I guess like, that stuff's really important. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, no, a STEM spelled backwards is men. Uh, <laughs> Mets. Mets. Yeah, it's Mets. for people sure. who like the Mets. Um, no. Is that what Jordan Peterson said? <laughs> yeah, that's what Jordan Peterson said. He said, STEM spelled backwards is men. Let's publish that in our latest New York Times <laughs> article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, basically in, in countries like Switzerland where they've done a lot to encourage women to do STEM and men to be moms and stuff like that. You yeah. Know, doing as much as they can to encourage people to do the opposite to of what their gender role. break the gender role. roles. Yeah. Um, so basically they've, they've just removed as many barriers as they can so that women uh, can go into careers and they don't have a lot of their genitalia stopping them. Uh -huh. um, and what do you know? Uh, the ratios are still the same, or even worse. <laughs> it's yeah. like uh, overwhelmingly women are nurses, and overwelmingly men are engineers. Still, even with uh, e even with everything to encourage them in the opposite direction. Yeah. Uh, what do you know? Uh, the reason that men and women choose those things because they wanted to uh, is because they wanted to. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me tell you about what else pisses Moving me on. off here. Employers who make a huge deal about employees being five minutes late to work. Oh, okay, uh, here we go. This is a Mueller-specific This problem. is a Mueller-specific thing, but I, I more or less agree, I think, depending on where you're about to... Well, like, what are you... It's like, okay, uh, you can, I can work five minutes later or even uh, 20 minutes late after work uh, to make up for it. No, no, you have to be there five minutes uh, early. If, if you're early, you're on time, and if you're on time, you're late. Like, like th th this whole thing. Uh, so you're annoyed with employers or just people who... Uh, I'm specifically talking about jobs. Themselves. I'm talking about jobs, and they talk to you as if you're cheating them out of that okay, five minutes, okay, okay. even if you're willing to work longer and, and do your eight hours for eight hours mm -hmm. pay. Yeah. 
I mean, I can. There's some frustrations, like when you work at a place that has a specific specific opening time, and employees don't show up. Okay, on well, time obviously that people. there's a very pragmatic issue with the doors yeah. not being open when the business is yeah. supposed to open. Well, of course, so it, it's one like so. My experience with it, like I, I do have employees that work uh, under me, and uh, yeah, it's like every now and then one of them would be like three minutes late. And then another one of the more annoying employees might be, oh, you, look, he, he's, he's just upstairs in the washroom. He's not down here yet. And I'm like, dude, it's been like two minutes. Like, what, I'm going to go and just scream at this guy because he was <laughs> two minutes. Like, like, what was he going to accomplish yeah. in those two minutes? Nothing. Like, the difference between, yeah. It's, you guys like, were just going to talk about what happened over the weekend, you dipshit. If, if, they are, if they are an otherwise good employee, it's just not worth the effort of screaming no. at them for, five min- to, for one to five minutes being late. Because it, what could they do in that time anyway? And a lot of the times, like people will stay, people will accidentally work for one to five minutes past the end of their shift anyway. I was on like it's it, it's 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 not like I said. If if they're an otherwise good employee, it's not worth getting getting angry at them. What, no. What, when I was seventeen, I had a job at a at a pizza delivery uh, place. Well, it was a pizza joint. So this so. this was like earlier this year. <laughs> <laughs> Same joke every time. <laughs> Tired of this shit. It's my favorite joke. Uh, I'll never stop. <laughs> and so I, I had to drive into Agassiz, and if you know Agassiz, there's this, there's this yeah. dumb two. You know Agassiz. If, there's this dumb two-lane bridge over it, and there's yeah. always tractors crossing it. So you will get stuck by an attractor. Uh, like you never know, it could just all of a sudden hit. So I'm on time for work, and now I'm stuck behind this tractor, and it's like, oh, I, I you know, I call them, hey guys, there's, oh, nice, <laughs> we got a, I got drumsticks this time for my like censoring. Um, Does the, is the audience even I, aware of that? Or I'm just throwing dro- drumsticks at Mueller. <laughs> right, I literally just threw a drumstick at Mueller for saying the word like. So, and and the there audience can feel free to do so as well. Uh, just <laughs> mail it over to PO Box. Uh, <laughs> do you remember being a kid and being like, "What's a PO?" Dude, I PO had no box. idea for years. <laughs> what what is this about? Yeah. Like, this is this I is never something in about it. Toronto. Yeah. They always have PO boxes in Toronto, oh. but it, that's just where all the cable access television shows yeah. were for kids. Uh, in, was in Toronto. Well, anyway, so what's this about tractors? <laughs> And yeah, so I, I, call, I call them ahead and I say, hey, I'm stuck behind a, a tractor who's taking up both the lanes and the bridge and he's driving five kilometers an hour. I'm going to be a few minutes late. I'm calling them on, on the phone. Like you're calling the customer I'm, or the employee? No, I'm calling, call, calling my boss at the okay, pizza okay, place okay. or whatever. Hey, I'm, I'm, I, I, was, I was ready to be on time, but now there's a, a pizza problem. And, and I got fired as soon as I showed up to work for being late. <laughs> well, I How long did you work there like for? They, did, they didn't, three months. They, they didn't have pizzas there for me to deliver. Oh, we are, we're waiting on you to live, deliver these pizzas. There was no work overload or anything. There's a pizza guy who's already there, and he's going to take off as soon as I show up. It's a very loose, it, oh, it's not we have to open the store right now, and you've really screwed everything up, and you've messed up right. the schedule. There, none of those stakes are there. I was, I'm stuck behind a tractor what do you even care i will say either either they were yeah just the most unreasonable employer ever or that you were doing something else and this was just like okay whatever we can fire him for this like it's yeah. just not working out and this will be the this will be the one the the, the thing we, we we say that was the reason well that's probably true i was talking with my buddy the other day and i think we've talked about this in the past not on the show but uh, uh about people who say stuff uh Something similar to, 
uh, oh yeah, I got fired from my place for no reason. They just fired me. They just fired for yeah. no reason. And anytime I hear that, that to me is the one hundred percent signal that you were definitely fired for yeah. no reason. Like again, as someone who has people work under them, like I'm not an employer per se, I'm just a supervisor. But you know, I understand the value of a really good employee. And if they just like any employer worth their salt is not gonna just fire someone. A really high, no high performing. Like, no company's going to do well if they're just, ah, just yeah. fire him for no, <laughs> no reason. Like, you were definitely doing something. If you were a good employee and they just fired you for a reason, that, that, that doesn't happen. Not at a successful company. Maybe a company no. that only lasts like a you month. You might get like, laid off if the company goes under. Yeah. But, but you're not fired. But then, that's, but then that's a reason. It's like, okay, we weren't making enough money and we have to cut some of our staff. And like, you wouldn't be ashamed to admit that the, that the exactly. company went yeah, under. That, that, that's different because no one's like, I was laid off for no reason. Yeah. Like, yeah, you were laid off for a reason that's maybe outside your control. But if you were fired for no reason and you say <laughs> those words, you were definitely fired for a reason. No employer wants to go through rehiring and retraining if they don't have to. Yeah. It costs a lot of money. It's yeah, a pain in the butt. It's a huge pain in the butt. They will, yeah, so if they can avoid firing somebody, they will. So there is a good reason I'm to get fired usually. I'm going to say less than, just, just spitballing, throwing numbers out there, less than 2% <laughs> of people who were fired were actually fired for no reason. The you rest were fired for a reason. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, and if anyone tells you they were fired and that's all they say, it's like you don't know if they fall in that, that 98% or that 2%. But if they say the words, I was fired for no reason, they're definitely, they <laughs> were, were definitely were fired. If you were fired for no reason, signal. you should go buy a lottery ticket because you got some good odds there. You're sitting in the top 2%. Yeah. 2%. <laughs> so I think probably part of the reason that I got fired was... <laughs> Here, we uh, Here we go. Here we go. There was a there was a day where oh, I was. You were probably. I, sorry, I continue. <laughs> oh no, I go I ahead. Why don't, why don't you speculate? I think uh, yeah, that's a good. Well, it's, I don't know if this is a wild speculation. I want you to tell you, me the reasons you think I got fired, and I will tell so you. So this you're one right. this one instance that, that you supposedly were fired for was because you were going to be a little bit late because you were behind a tractor, which you know sounds like a true story to me. But I'm going to guess that you had many instances <laughs> of being late in the past, and they were like, "Fuck, he's just late again. It's just another bullshit excuse." Even even if this happened to be true, it's just like a, a boy who cried wolf scenario. I'm going to put a check uh, next uh, yeah. to that one. <laughs> yeah, it's completely a boy did who cried. You're did, probably late all the fucking time. <laughs> did you get busted eating any pizza? You're allowed to, you're allowed to eat pizza. Oh, okay. And I can't eat the customer's the cheese, pizza. So, uh, so the cheese is 70% of the cost of the pizza. And I couldn't yeah. have cheese. So oh, they, uh, you could make yeah, cheeseless right, pizzas because right. you got one pizza for, per shift. And I was thinking, I should be able to have three pizzas because <laughs> the pizza's are 30% of the cost. Did you argue this to them? No, no, no. Okay. Cheeseless pizza's not that good, by the way. No, so I know. you're really not going to argue for three pizzas. It's just like ketchup and bread, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst. It couldn't no, be better. No, yeah, but, uh, I'm joking. With these course. new vegan cheeses out, uh, you, can have, yeah. you can have all sorts of things. Do you have any other speculation? No, not, nothing. Yeah, nothing funny. So I'll tell you uh, two things that come to mind for me. One of them was an instance where uh, the guy who hired me, his dad, his dad ran it, and uh, and he was this crotchety old guy. So on one day, I think I was just really tired. I just sat in my car for a half an hour uh, like during a shift. <laughs> during my oh, shift yeah. after I got back from a pizza delivery. But so they were they were it was a very small joint. So like I could see them and uh, nod at them, and I thought wow, this is weird that they're just letting me sit here. I'm expecting somebody to tell me to 
do some work or something like that. And uh -huh. I, thought, I thought it was just really bizarre that nobody said something. And then after a half hour, he just started screaming at me and getting mad that I wasn't doing any work. And I thought, why didn't you just tell me after two minutes that uh She's probably trying to give that. you a chance. Like, <laughs> probably just a genuinely like, understanding dude. He's like, all right, I'll give him the benefit of a well, doubt. Here's a pro yeah. By just continuing to sit there for 45 <laughs> minutes in your car. Because yeah, uh, if you're saying it's a half an hour, it was longer than a half an no, hour. No, it was probably less. Um, but... So here's, so here's my next problem is people who let things, quote, slide, but then that builds up into one big issue that they've, because now they've, they haven't truly let it slide. What they've actually been doing uh, in their, quote, generosity is taking a tally to, to hold against you later. And this isn't just to do with bosses or employers. Like, uh -huh. this is something that, uh, this is like a psychological problem people have. Bottlers, can I call them that? Sure. It depends on if they remain entirely uh, quiet about it, or if they've they've hinted entirely quiet, okay. entirely quiet I about not, something. I have not run into and then this all and then all of a sudden oh, a month later, yeah, yeah, you have some friend who who's who's getting upset at you after <laughs> after six months or a year. Yeah. And uh, I don't have any experience with this, but I would imagine you have a lot of experience with this. Uh, yeah, it's six months later. Oh, you did this, this, and this. It's, you didn't tell me any of those things during yeah. during those things. I'm sure yeah. I could have responded to them to them easily. You didn't get offended at that first racist joke, so I just kept making Yeah, I just that's exactly right. Like why why wouldn't you? How <laughs> people are I'm not saying this is the right way to be, but people are in general try to avoid confrontation. So here's where I think that they're being pretty unreasonable. So I, I think I had gotten into a relationship at this time, so my mind wasn't really on the job. Um, and I remember he said that to me. Perfect excuse. <laughs> I remember he said that to me and I thought what does that even mean? I deliver pizza and fluff cheese. What what is my fluff mind? Cheese? What is fluff cheese? Fluff cheese. Well, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the day, they blowing it. <laughs> Andy and I both like simultaneously had the same confused eye gaze at Muller. Like, well, isn't, what? isn't that that's a pornographic term? Like, yeah, that's where you can give a guy a boner, keep him hard, right? Yeah, that's where like a is that actual? That's yeah, a I, horrifying. I think term that's for it's that. like it's it's, it's a behind the scenes person. So like between shots or whatever, they got to keep the dude hard so someone's blowing yeah. them. I don't know if it's a real thing, but I've heard that. <laughs> term before. They just is that from Boogie Nights or? Something? Something like no, that. <laughs> I, I learned that in high school, but I, I remember hearing a similar thing, yeah. like in a friend of a friend in high school. Yeah, and yeah. I've never heard that term, and it's disgusting. So anyway, you were blowing guys in between pieces <laughs> yeah. at your work. No, fluffing cheese. That you you grate all the cheese at the beginning of the shift with the machine, and then it's it's you have it in this huge tub, right? Yeah. So now it gets all kind of hard over the hours. So you have to keep fluffing it so that you can get it out onto the pizza. That so sounds you, disgusting. Yeah, it's. So you were fluffing at work. Let, I'll, I'll tell you, you, you grab it in, you, you, you grab it in your hands, and then you kind of rub your hands together for the, so that the cheese comes out and it's all sure. you know, still it's grated just, and not. I believe it's a thing. It's just weird to hear it described as fluffing the cheese. Yeah, cheese is just a metaphor here. It didn't occur to me that that was a weird term at all uh, until I did. Until the I cheese said it. come out of a man's penis? Is that what you're talking about? So you're delivering pizza. It's not like I'm delivering the. What kind of pizzas are these? <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's not right, you're delivering pizza. It's not like I'm delivering pizzas to the wrong address or taking the wrong amounts of money. Pizza delivery is a very simple thing. You get the address. You take them the right product, the uh -huh. right pizzas, which they're preparing for you. They just say, here's a bag. It's got all the right pizzas in it and the right sauces and whatnot. Uh, you take the payment from the person and you give them the pizza and you drive back. 
you can't screw that up, and I didn't screw that up either. You bring it to the right address, you get paid for the money, and you fluff cheese. What do you need your mind to be in the game for? Yeah. What, your, your mind's really not a, like, I'm not... Well, wait, cr- didn't, weren't you the one who said your mind wasn't in the game? Sure, but what does that even mean? But then you talked about sitting in your car for 30 minutes. That only happened once. <laughs> but you used that as an excuse. You used um, your mind being out of it for, for your reason for sitting right. in your car for 30 so, minutes. So it's definitely <laughs> affecting productivity. So... Well, that, I don't. I think I was just tired. Dude, you would be the funnest person to fire. Like just just listening to all these bullshit excuses. It'd be so satisfying. Fuck, it would be great. <laughs> then you could just go back to everyone after and, and say, hey, "Get a lot of this year with this." Listen, idiot, I didn't get idiot defended. As I good. got fired for nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but that's not what he said. He didn't say, "Oh, you were waiting and you're sitting in your car for 30 minutes and you weren't working very hard." He said, "Your mind's not in the game." If you, I'm, I'm. <laughs> What do you need your mind in the game for? Seriously. If you're sitting in your car for 30 minutes, your mind is definitely not in the game. Well, there's probably no work to be done, you know? If they needed some work done, they would have told me. Here you're, you're blowing guys in between making and delivering <laughs> If pizzas. I had work to be done and I saw someone just sitting there, I'd walk up to them and say, hey, I got some work to be done. You should do the work. I agree. If I had no work, I'd probably just. I let agree keep that they there. should have called you out on it, but the fact that you're at work and you made no effort to go go back or find work, I think that everything I've gauged from the story is that you are 100% in the wrong. I'm, the, I'm with your boss on the this. The thing so with fun. this type of job, though, is again, if there's no deliveries and no cheese to be fluffed, you've got nothing to do. So I can go what in the back. Pizzas, isn't there like inventory and stocks? There's other stuff? people making the pizzas. So there's there's nothing. There's no. I'm like a stock. delivery there's guy. No, that the there's job no, like, description. There's no like cleanup to do in the meantime or like anything. There's, there's no nothing. there's no dishes I to be do done. Not as someone who works a job. Listen, I'm not, if I, if I thought it was a good idea to that. sit in my car, that means I knew there was nothing to be done. Bullshit. There was, dude. It's a workplace. There's always something to be done. There's always something to mop up. Or <laughs> I always. I, sp- I spent lots of time in that Especially job. Especially at like a fast food place. Or like it's a, not a fast food place. It's a pizza place. It's a pizza place in a small town. It was not that busy either way like like food the food and like a food job in general is like it's a frantic job like there's definitely something to be done at all the delivery guys have it easy but so the whole point is that but you also fluff cheese so you weren't just you've also fluffed guys or whatever (laughs) you're doing so you weren't just so that signifies to me that your job wasn't just deliveries you were, they also had you like okay when well, you're they not, don't want to totally waste yeah when you're not, yeah, when yeah, you're not doing your deliveries you can you, right? blow these guys or whatever <laughs> so there was pro- I I am 100% with your boss on this one Thank goodness they I'm didn't. either sorry go ahead. like what if they unionized man they they wouldn't be able to get rid of you <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> sounds great <laughs> just sitting in his car all day. <laughs> I was either going to be sitting in the back doing nothing where no one could see me or in the front where people could see me. And that was the mistake I made. I should, I should have made myself less visible in doing exactly what I was going to be doing that day. That was my fatal flaw. Or you could, you know, go prep some ingredients, like help them out, even though it's yeah. not technically part of your job description. Like a keener? Who do you think I am? A keener? Yeah. It's like somebody a teacher's pet. Somebody who's, I've never heard somebody who's yeah, proactive like when, they up early when they don't need to be. Yeah. Yeah, could have just said they're, Keener. They're teacher's ca- pet. I've never heard. I've never heard Keener before. They're, they're nerds. Sure, they're fools. 
my whole take on that, like even before I was a supervisor, I just didn't like being bored at work. Like yeah. I was sitting there, I'm like, I don't want to like, I don't want to turn an eight hour shift and make it feel like it's a tw like a 27 hour shift because I'm just sitting there in my car. Uh, <laughs> I would rather go do something, not because like, oh, you know, the good of the company got it. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't care about that. It's more just, I don't want to be bored. So mm -hmm. if I just go in the back and clean up like that'll at least kill yeah. an hour where I don't have to be just sitting there staring at a clock. Maybe these guys were such morons that they saw me in their car and they're like, yeah, he probably has a good reason to be in there. And they, then after a half an hour, nobody, they're like, oh, he doesn't have a good reason. He's just sitting there. Maybe they heard those stories about you masturbating in your car and they were like, oh, we don't want to go out there and maybe he's <laughs> touching himself. The only credence I'll give you is that, yeah, someone, your supervisor, a boss, whatever, should have come out and said, hey, after like, after like five minutes, they should have been out there saying, hey, what are you doing? Get, we need you inside or whatever. No, you That's know what the you only credit I'll give them, but you using that as an excuse to just sit there is a little... Uh, okay. It doesn't scream uh, valuable employee yeah. that I don't want could, to lose. Did they me. see you parked? Like, were you parked I was parked visibly? literally on the street, on the curb, in front of the, okay. the big window, out uh, of the... Like, there was... There was full eye contact. I'm looking at you waiting for direction, and it's like, I'll just turn around and not give you any direction. Anyway. It's not, no knows. way to run a business, people. That's the only credit I'll give them. They perhaps should have said something sooner than they did, but it's, you're still doing wrong. See, it's about like if you're stealing from there, and the, well, no one said I couldn't steal. They didn't. They saw me stealing. They didn't. Yeah, that's true. They should have said something, but you're still stealing. Yeah, if I was to actually, that's a very apt actually, analogy because you're stealing their fucking. Yeah, that, time. that's a that's a really good example because if I, for example, if I was eating some ingredients or something like that, yeah. and they saw that as stealing, yeah. so I did that, and I look at them. I'm putting some pineapple in my mouth, and Wait, I'm, so looking, this actually I'm looking at them in the eye. It's a, it's an analogy, right? Sure, sure, uh, sure. So sure. I'm looking at them in the eye as I'm putting pineapple in my mouth, and they just nod their head. Oh, yeah, that's all right. And then they turn around. That would indicate to me that it's okay, that it's not stealing for me to be eating the pineapple. And, and if, if, they, if they saw uh, me do that, they were immediately like, oh, so you they, can't do so that. So when that's you were a, sitting in your car, they gave you a head nod like you're describing here, basically? I had There's eye contact. There was no head nod. Yeah, that's different because your interpretation, <laughs> I'm sure. They okay, so with the blanked. pineapple, imagine. Basically, they saw you and didn't want, and they were, they were a little bit afraid of confrontation, which as a supervisor and a boss, you shouldn't Clearly be. not afraid of confrontation. Confronting a 17-year-old, come on. Yeah, it's just... I did that all the time my old job, man. I, uh, it's a quick knock-knock and a thumbs to yeah. the back in the store, and that would uh, easily that's take That's still care not of an indicator for, like, keep up the good work, Muller. <laughs> like, Listen, that's just, that's just they should be saying something. I am not going to be a keener and work as hard as I can for somebody paying me minimum wage. Work I think as it was hard as you can. You're just talking about fluffing cheese. Like, you're even saying that if I don't have any pizzas to deliver, I'm not doing fuck all. Yeah, it sounds like you're working as <laughs> well, hard as you I'll can. Fluff, I'll fluff the cheeses and do the, do the dishes but or whatever that needs to be like done. It doesn't sound like if you're just sitting there in your car for 30 minutes while you're supposed to be working, it doesn't sound like you're working as hard as you can. I know that's a, what I, that's well, my point. I mean, maybe that is working. I'm not going to work as hard as I can for minimum wage. If you want to pay somebody minimum wage, that means you have to spend extra time managing them to make up for the fact that they have no motivation. This is as a 17-year-old who's probably worked minimal to no other jobs and has no experience and the reason like you have a crap job like that is cuz you're young. It was actually and a you great need, job. And you by need the to. Way. And you need to. <laughs> <laughs> I love delivering pizzas. I just hated the part where you weren't delivering. Because delivering pizza, all you're doing is driving around listening to music. It's a great job. Uh -huh. You could talk to some stoners or something when you deliver the pizza to them, and then people give you a tip of the ten bucks good, yeah. for five minutes of work. It's awesome. Fuck, I would love to fire him. 
Just, yeah. just not, like, not that I want you off this show or anything like that, but I just, fire, I just <laughs> I'd think love fire, to fire you from this show. Firing you would be hilarious. Just hearing all the ridiculous excuses for you sitting around doing nothing. Unfortunately, you'd be very underwhelmed because I was just like, oh, okay, see ya. <laughs> I didn't, didn't really make a stink of it because I knew I was late, so I couldn't really defend that. Um, you guys want to... Uh, Get to some most hated movie ever (laughs) of the week. The segment. (laughs) Uh, My most hated movie ever of the week is Deadpool 2. Uh, Controversial, but don't you love Deadpool? I love Deadpool. No, I hate Deadpool. Okay. Uh, Kind of a stupid name. Deadpool? Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, It's right. It's one of those. I've never even really thought about what it means, but... It's got a decent ring to it, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, it's got that's a, all that matters. It's to got me. a ring yeah. to it. it. It is kind of a dumb idea. So <laughs> I have no idea how to summarize. Yeah, that's so it. Deadpool is the is the superhero who's more like an antihero because he's he doesn't have many morals. He's very self-serving. He's funny. Very he swears se- a lot. Yeah, he's funny. He swears a lot. He jumps around and uh, <laughs> like every hero. His superpower is he that he's. What's <laughs> 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 the worst description of a superhero? <laughs> <laughs> he jumps around. <laughs> any movie. You can, even, you can describe rom-coms with that description. He jumps around. Sorry. I, I do think it's a good description for most superheroes, other than, is the Blob a superhero? Is that a... Uh, the Blob, he's a villain, I think. King Kong, like but... he's a superhero. He jumps around. Yeah. Anybody who jumps around. <laughs> <laughs> so Deadpool's superpower is that he regenerates his limbs and stuff. So if you cut off his arm, he'll just grow another arm. But and like to an extent where you can even cut his head off and another body will grow. On right. He's pretty much in just, like he can't die. Yeah, and so in the first movie, he gets experimented on like every superhero, and then he gets turned into this guy, so he's got burns all over him. He's His face, like, he just looks like a scrotum, I think is the joke they make, just like uh, the Dark Souls character from yeah, last week. Yeah, he looks like a Dark Souls character. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, so he can grow things back, and he's quite strong, like, he can he can jump. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, like, just, like, quickly summarizing my thoughts on the first one is that the origin stuff was super boring and took up way too much of the movie. Yeah, I And it was agree. a very typical... There were, everything else around it mostly was pretty fun, the first one, but the origin stuff was just pretty... Just typical and boring. Like, it's like they felt they had to get that out of the way, which is fine, because you're giving the context the background of the character, but it felt like every superhero movie, that part, in a movie that's supposed to be kind of poking fun at superhero movies. That's my thoughts on the first one. I don't, I don't need to go into much yeah, more details than that. It's, uh, it, they had, yeah, they had a long origin story and then uh, the, the ending 20 or 30 minutes. So you have this movie that's supposed to be, oh, it's like a superhero movie except Deadpool hates superheroes. They, there's a big thing going on where the X-Men want him to join them and he goes, oh, I'm never going to be a part of some stupid superhero group. I hate, I hate the X-Men. I'm just going to be a lone man yeah. uh, by myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 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 he swears at them and he fights with the X Men and he fights with the bad guys and it's this fun alternative take on a on a superhero movie and then they, yeah they have this super long origin story where he's just being tortured in a basement for an hour and it's just kind of 
kind of boring. And then they have the last 30 minutes where it ramps up into the typical Marvel uh, extravaganza animated fight scene that's insanely boring. It, it's funny how... I remember the fight scenes being better in Deadpool because he's not... Like a, he's not like a high flying, jumping around too crazy. <laughs> uh, he's not he, just he's jumping just, around. Like he's more like a regular assassin who happens to be really strong. Like an assassin who uses like swords and guns. So there's actually like fight choreography, which is which is one of the things I find more interesting. The choreography is decent, but did you notice how all the jokes dried up at the end of the first Deadpool? As soon it's as they started that long, big action scene, it's been too long since I've seen it. But I would I would believe that I wouldn't his, argue. His burst, his personality dried up. Really Real fast. It was. It's. It's just. It's the the those those thirty minute Marvel ending fight scene animated fight scenes. They're so. They're really boring. They're so formulaic and boring. They just strip everything that's interesting about every character. Even Deadpool, who's a character who is constantly cracking jokes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them that aren't funny. Uh, and then all of a sudden they just stop so that they can fit into this 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 same boring formula. Well, yeah, so one of the things I think, too, and this will actually lead into some of my thoughts on the second one, um, is, like, Deadpool is not a character who necessarily appeals to me, uh, like his humor, I mean, like his personality. I don't mind it, but he's just constant, like, wisecracks and, like, sort of... Lots of pop culture and internet reference sort of stuff, which that's the part that doesn't appeal to me. Uh, so I remember being kind of 50-50 with him on the first movie and that, like, some of what he was saying was funny and, you know, when he's referencing, like, Cobra and stuff. Yeah, that was awesome. And actually making a joke around it, not just name-dropping it. Uh, that's fun, but then there's so much, like, just random internet stuff that either I just don't get because I don't follow it or I just mm -hmm. don't find it funny. So I'm kind of 50-50 with his humor. And that that's... So, it's real hit and miss. It's very hit and miss. That, that's a good way to describe it as hit and miss, his, his humor and personality type. He, he can be funny. Like, I like the idea that he's just this violent psychopath that also is just doesn't... Like, he's just making a mockery of all of it. That's funny to me. But when it gets hyper into internet meme stuff, I don't... Ugh. It's where I start to either Ugh. not know what's going on or... He also has a lot of fourth wall stuff where he's talking to the audience. He doesn't have as much in the second movie, I don't think. But no. the comic book, he does it all the time. I'm okay with that stuff because that can be funny. And the comic book premises are hilarious. There's there's one where they just... Somebody brings back all the old U.S. presidents as zombies to take over the planet or something. Yeah. So they're just evil versions of the U.S. presidents and they're making all these president jokes and stuff and well, where, like puns. And where the fourth wall breaking stuff, I think, works. There's a good example in the new movie, and it's it's also in the trailer, too, I think. I think I remember seeing it before the movie, so it must have been in one of the trailers, where uh, Cable, this guy, we'll get into him a little bit later, but he's from the future, and he's coming into the past. And Played by only, Josh Brolin. Yeah, and he's explaining why, because his he has this his time device. It only has, like, he can't just jump around time constantly. It's like a two-way trip. He can go there, and he can go back, and that's it. It's just... And then Deadpool looks, like, uh, Cable explains this, then Deadpool looks at the camera and says, well, that's just lazy screenwriting. <laughs> and, like, that, that's funny, because they needed an excuse for, for Cable not just to be able to jump around time all the time, but time, time travel stuff is so convoluted that there's no real good way to come up with it. Mm. So it always comes it's across as... very hard as, to write it well. It always comes across as lazy, and obviously they didn't... It's not a time travel movie. They didn't need to spend a lot of time explaining it, so it's just funny that Deadpool would actually, in the movie, be like, oh, well, that's just lazy. <laughs> like, making fun of the writers. It's a great show. Yeah, that, that's a good example of where it works uh, very well, I think. I mean, so I think that you're probably already starting onto where this movie uh, really goes wrong, but first... We have to get to our new segment oh, uh, of the week. 
Dating advice with real men. Dating advice with real men. All right, here. So the first, the first part of our segment, because uh, we have two ways that we're going to help people. So we've had a lot of people writing help in. People. Yeah, of course. We've had a lot of people writing in. You've already heard uh, some of the good job advice that Mueller has earlier, so. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait for the dating advice. <laughs> We've had a lot of people writing in here saying they need help with their relationships. They're online. They're dating people. They're going out and and things are tough. Jumping it's around. A, it's a. It's a, they're just <laughs> jumping around. They're, it's a. It's a tough world out there in the land of the of the single, uh, or the land of the cheating, uh, whichever whichever the you are. Fluffing. And I've been getting hundreds of emails from people asking for advice. <laughs> uh, uh, literally uh, with hundreds. dating. So. Uh, so the first, uh, we've got we've got two formats to try out, and we're gonna see we're gonna see if we can help people. So, the first one is I've I've got somebody uh, who sent me a, one of their dating profiles, and they'd like a critique on uh, the dating profile. So this is Tinker Pixie ninety five, uh, and is this a guy. Uh, it's a it's a it's a woman. Uh, so a woman's calling us for. Nice, a nice plump woman okay. here. I can see. Um, so I'll read out <laughs> so the. Like I'll read out the. Uh, I'll read out the profile and let's see if we can. Let's see if we can help, guys. So um, the headline, because you get a headline on these profiles, right? That kind of summarizes, and okay. a lot of times people put in kind of just some fluffy thing, like look, <laughs> looking for a partner in crime, or something like that. Is fluff like a regular part of your vocabulary that you? Yeah, it's the same thing as filler. It's a synonym. Okay. Okay. People use fluff to describe uh, extra movie stuff all the time. Yeah. Stuff, stuff in movies that's too much, like that's... Uh, fluffing a guy's penis. So anyway. <laughs> it's too much. So the headline, uh, Tinker Pixie 95 headline says, I'll kill you in your sleep if you ever cheat on me. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. But um, the, the kill, there's a star instead of an I, so, that, uh, so it's not quite as, quite as not much as... like that. So how do you think you, we, we should improve the headline? Well, how about... Immediately not starting your relationship with this person with a fight. Like, I'll kill you if you cheat on me. It's like, holy crap, can you give me a, a chance to be a jerk first? Like, you're starting with a fight. <laughs> okay, so I'll get the, I'll get the description here. Well, wait, what's, sorry, okay. is her, her name is Tinker? Tinker Pixie 95 It's a user, it's the username, right? So oh, they don't put right, their real right, names, right, 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 I think, right, right, right. On, on the internet. Sometimes it depends on, depends on what you get. So well, Tinker for, Pixie 95 wants a critique. Definitely not introduce yourself to the world as Tinker Pixie. That's off-putting. What could you put? Like, uh... I don't know. I, I Tinker don't. Dixie? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Dixie Chicks 69? I would want, not want to be associated with. Wait, so My, what, 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 what's the advice is just on her profile? We, we want, we want to help her, her attract more men. So, so we're upping, upping her profile. Upping yeah, her okay, profile okay, game okay, here, So guys. what's her thing here? So, uh, so here's the, here's the profile. I'll, I'll just read out the whole profile here. So, Who's got time for a broken heart? Not me. Uh, I'm not here to fuck around or hook up unless you're lucky, lol. I'm looking for an older man. Uh, I, uh, I got plenty of fur babies. No kids. Hope you don't have any either. And I'm not looking to play house with someone else's offspring, dot, 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 lol. Uh, <laughs> must be 420 friendly. My doctor says so. Lol. Well, how oh about, my lord! How about not 
setting up your dating profile to sound like you're a terrorist negotiating for for yeah. your demands or whatever. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I just see this, like, even if her demands are reasonable, just with that kind of vitriol, it just sounds like, do I want to be around this person that's just yeah. pissed off immediately? Like, <laughs> like, hey, my name's Tinker, and don't you fucking dare scream me over. It's like, oh, <laughs> all right, settle down. That's how I've started oh, most Jesus. negotiations. They go, oh, well, uh, we have this job for you. Uh, the pay is 60 grand a year. Don't you dare say something like that to me, you motherfucker. I'll get <laughs> well, my advice, uh, Negotiation's going well, right? My advice for this lady would be that I, the dating world's not really for her, and she, she'd maybe be better off like joining ISIS or something. She <laughs> seems like she would be a good fit there. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds what, me. What, I, what, oh, yeah. I saw one dating profile of this, just this huge woman. And it was her just... What was her username? I, I, I got to look her up. I don't know. And she was just demanding the world. And it was like... It sounds like Tinker Pixie. Yeah. And she, she was, she was yeah, married. No, for, no, no kids. No, she was you. married. And she's like, you got to love... Obviously, because you can see her picture. You got to love big women. You got to be... You got to... You have to be willing to uh, swing with me and my husband. Check. And, you have, and it was like, she's making all these demands. And I don't... It was just like, holy cow, nobody's attracted to this. <laughs> well, like, somebody. Somebody's got a gun to your head. Somebody is. Um, what, so what's your advice for Tinker Fick Pixie 95 What else could she say here to improve her profile? Uh, I mean, she should start by not getting a 13-year-old to write it. <laughs> I mean, does she... Yeah, did, wait, how old is this bro? She said law like eight times. Uh, I'm not sure. It's in, like late well, 95. She's, 20, probably, 20, early 20s. she's probably born 20, in 95. Says 23. Right? She put she 95. Said, she said that she's 23. Yeah, yeah she's born like in 95. Some, right. The number's not Tinker Pinky, random. Tinker Pinky. Tinker Pinky. It just sounds, yeah, it sounds like the name of like someone who would be on a My Little Ponies like <laughs> forum, like internet yeah. forum, like their username. I, I don't know. Like, well, I joined, joined well I, she says she's not here to fuck around. My advice so. is still the same. Join ISIS. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, my advice is kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, actually, I like that one. That, that's, I that should have a good opportunity good. if she joins ISIS. There's always suicide <laughs> bombing or whatever, right? <laughs> okay, awesome. So your advice, yeah, it's, it's, your advice is just a subset of mine. Maybe we can sneak some like fentanyl into her weed or something like that, killer. Uh, I don't, did I put fentanyl in weed? I don't know. I don't think we need to take. I don't think we need to take that active of a role. It's just an advice column. Okay. So uh, Tinker Pixie, I think the way to make your profile better, uh, kill yourself. <laughs> And uh, join ISIS and don't get a 13-year-old to write your profile. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so the next one, uh, the next piece is not is isn't a profile, but just some flat-out uh, relationship problem that. Oh, okay. Uh, that we can give we you want advice. advice. So that so yeah. that was our that was our uh, our dating profile advice, and this is our just dating advice. Sure. So um, got it. So this is uh, this is. Uh, John John nine sixty nine. Uh, my he says uh, he's fifteen years old. He says my friend uh, uh, who's also fifteen. Uh, I'm a boy and he's a boy. Uh, he came out from nice. he came out to me. He basically told me that he has feelings for me and I don't really know what to do. I sort of saw it coming, but uh, I guess I need to need to help uh, with what what I should do next. So, so what do you think he should do? He's asking us for dating advice. Yeah, he's, he's asking well, us for some advice. Don't date this guy. This is dating advice. Yeah. This is just friendship advice. He's like, should I try it? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, try the gay? I say try it out. <laughs> see if it's for you. Yeah. Have sex with the man. Yeah. <laughs> have sex with the woman and then have sex with the man. And, and then compare like and, see yeah. and then you'll know if you're gay or not. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's my advice. 
I don't know if I have any other advice other than, you know, tell him you're not interested. So I'll, I'll just say you're probably better off to join ISIS. Well, what would a real man do in this case? <laughs> I, I think what a real man would do. <laughs> just join ISIS. <laughs> just, just, uh, <laughs> I don't have any other advice. That, you know, just tell him you're not interested. And, or don't be a... This is, ter this is terrible don't, advice. You should blackmail him. Yes. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> tell this him is what a real man his, would do. You're going to tell his conservative parents and tell everyone at school unless he sucks your cock. Unless <laughs> <laughs> he flops your <laughs> cheese. No, you can probably get some money or some uh, cheese strings out of him at lunch or something. Get some juicy fruit <laughs> or some, uh, some, some gushers. Yeah. I want... I, Tell, yes, that's the that's the advice. Like, I'm gonna tell everyone how gay you are unless you have sex with you. Me. <laughs> tell Sorry, yeah. I want gushers every day for a year, and yes. you, have to, you have to do my laundry every day. I want, every all, I want your fruit roll-ups every day, and tell your him. Uh, your kangaroo your fruit by the foot, whatever those. <laughs> yeah, okay, dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. I want your dunkaroos <laughs> <laughs> every day, every day at lunch, and including weekends. Otherwise, I'm yeah. going to tell everyone you're gay and that uh, you sucked my dick. Tell him that you actually identify as a woman, so you can't. If you're gay, you're not going to be interested. You're not interested in me anymore. <laughs> uh, and then to get out of it. And then to prove it, you can go to show him your Google Plus profile. Yeah. That you. <laughs> Sorry, so did he say change. he came out to him and that he was attracted to him? No, no. Oh, no so we're just assuming because he's gay, he, he just want to. Oh, I thought I, that's what you said. No, no, he said he, no, he said he has feelings for him. Sorry, I thought you meant sorry. the other way around. Okay. okay yeah, okay. so this guy doesn't have feelings for his gay friend, but his gay friend has feelings for him. Yeah, well. Yeah, better join a, ISIS. It's a good it's a good move to come out at the exact same time as telling one specific person that you're attracted to them. Uh, Rather than coming out so that everyone knows you're gay so that when you're when you're when your non-gay friend makes friends with you, uh, that they know that you're gay ahead of time. So, mm -hmm. so, ra so to me, rather than doing that, what you should do is everyone thinks you're straight, and then you tell one person, and the person you tell is the person you want to bang. Okay, Strategy. that's that's this scenario. That's because yeah. then you catch them off guard. I got you know I got advice for the gay guy. Your friend, your friend sounds real smart to be honest. Here's to me. the gay the gay guy could also blackmail him because he could say, okay, look, you can you can be gay too with me, or if you're not, I'm gonna tell everyone you're a homophobe. <laughs> Because oh, you're not gay. So don't you don't want him to do that. So what you have to do, you have to get him to suck your dick. Then you take a picture <laughs> Wait, of which, him. Which one? <laughs> you you got to get the gay guy to yeah, suck your I'm dick. Lost here. And then you take a, then you take a picture <laughs> of him. So that way, when he tries to blackmail you for being a homophobe, you can say, "No, I have a picture of him sucking my dick." <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's our solution. That's that's our <laughs> advice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, you guys. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Uh, a riveting new segment. Yeah, it's uh, so I think that uh, <laughs> Andy, did you have you seen any other new movies lately, Andy? This is the dating advice from real men on your profile. Uh, I've had the week off, so between various metal concerts, I've been trying to catch up on some movies I've been meaning to watch for a while. Whew, amazing. Uh, how long? How long has it been since either of you have seen the Bill and Ted movies? Either I or? was very young. I was like seven or eight years old, probably. So like last. I week. remember we watched them. <laughs> so we watched them. My fam, my pa we would always get a bunch of movies for New Year's Eve and watch movies as a family. Yeah. And I remember we had gotten that movie and Happy Gilmore. And my parents probably were, the first Bill and Ted. I'm guessing. Excellent adventure. Yeah. Well, my parents already knew. They, I think they were classics to them, even because sure. they're older. So. 
they they got the movies, and I remember that I think we shut off Happy Gilmore because there was too much swearing in it. But there's not any swearing well, in Happy Gilmore they because beep it out they TV. beep it out because the joke is that he's swearing on golf television, and they're oh, beeping yeah, it out yeah, when they're yeah. playing the replays. So the movie doesn't actually have swearing; it's just implied, and that upset my parents. So the implication <laughs> was enough for oh, that's weird. The vitriol. It upset them just to hear the tone. Okay, so no wonder you're such a weirdo. So Bill and Ted. Um, I so I watched Excellent Adventure, which is the first Bill and Ted. Uh, I don't know, less than a year ago, but somewhere around that time. Uh, little underwhelmed. It's not bad, but it's def- It feels dated. Uh, the characters, especially, it feels they're like a tamer version of Beavis and Butthead almost. Oh, okay. So for an entire hour and a, hour and a half story about them, it's. It's, it's not, like a Dumb and Dumber sort of thing. Yeah, and it's not bad, but it's it's not that interesting. However, I recently uh, decided to rewatch Bogus Journey, which is the second one. So um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure number one, Bill yeah. and Ted's Bogus Journey number two, and there's a third one coming out soon. Apparently, is that confirmed then, or what? I don't know. There's it's, people talking oh, about. There's it a lot of negotiations, but apparently they're 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 it's really getting the go ahead now. Uh, they've wow. had a script for a while. Okay. Anyway. Um, but I came to realize this week uh, how brilliant uh, Bogus Journey is, despite being uh, l- less critically acclaimed. Not critically acclaimed. It's like <laughs> something like 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not a good Rotten Tomatoes score. And the first one has like 70. Ne- neither of them have reviewed like glowingly. Uh, the second one is brilliant in a way that Gremlins 2 is, is kind of brilliant. Where, well, we haven't done the Gremlins 2 segment for a while. As I'm sure so if, if anyone people. recalls, Gremlins yeah. 2 is kind of a complete mockery and almost parody of the first one and it's just non-stop insanity with the intention of making fun of the idea of like sequels being ramped up bill and ted doesn't really do that it's not as self-aware but the insanity of bill and Ted's bogus journey is is something that i think a lot of people should see because it's just absolute uh madness like right from the get-go uh just just minor uh, not minus but just a little bit of a spoiler alert if anyone actually wants to see it. Just going over some of the bullet points of stuff that happens in Bill and Ted, uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Uh, evil robots from the future, evil robot versions of wow. Bill and Ted go back in time to, to modern time at that time to kill the real Bill and Ted, which they do. And then Bill and Ted go to hell and they, they have to like... Ne- Escape Satan's clutches from his like seriously yeah from his like weird tor- awesome. from his like weird personalized torture chambers just for them, and then they escape <laughs> they escape him f- by like they they challenge the Grim Reaper who's been tr- trying to capture. I remember them the, the whole Grim time. Reaper guy and yeah and he's and they they're saying is there any way we can you know you cannot like capture us they actually like, pretty much talk like I'm talking because they're just like oh dude like that yeah. like eighties nineties rad sort of yeah. uh, attitude. Um, so they play uh, death essentially in a series of like board game challenges. <laughs> like at first they're playing Twister with him and like Battleship, and they just always best him because it's basically games games of chance that they're playing up against him. And then they go to heaven and they talk to God, and God hooks them up with like these these awesome alien scientists from another planet who helps them build good robot versions of themselves to fight the evil robot versions of themselves. And it's just insane. Like this is the plot of the movie, and it's only like an hour. It's like under, I think, or just under, or just over an hour and a half. And like it's just so much like madness crammed into into an hour and a half. Where, like I said, they're building 
good versions of themselves to fight the evil versions. Of, like instead of just them fighting themselves, like they actually like, well, we can't do it, so we'll build an ev- a good version of yeah. the evil robots. That's like, awesome. It is so great. Uh, and I think what makes it work is usually movies that are just like super chaotic like that, like a monkey bone style movie right, where yeah. it's just insanity, it usually loses me because it's just too much. But I think it works well with the Bill and Ted characters because they're such just like bro, like like almost metalhead sort of types Yeah. Uh, that any ridiculous wacky idea they come up with actually works. Like the idea of, oh, we'll build... Good version, good robot versions of ourselves to fight the evil robot versions of ourselves. It's such a stupid idea. Like, you don't have to make them ro- versions of yourself. Mm-hmm. They could just be robots. Like, like, but they actually designed them to look like them. Just stuff like that. It works because the Bill and Ted characters are so stupid, like such like goofballs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, this is a dumb idea that they executed. So, do they send the good robots back in time, but so to kill those evil ones before they got killed? No, that would be hilarious. That would be awesome, though. No, they 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 fight them in the the modern yeah. time. Do they come back to life eventually, Bill and Ted? Yeah, because they 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 defeat they defeat the Grim Reaper Grim, Grim Reaper in his like the Grim Reaper, oh, right. oh. the Grim Reaper in his right. board so, game. Oh, challenges. That sounds like a great villain. The, the Grim, Grim Reaper. But that's another. So that's, <laughs> that's another thing. Uh, it's a nasty like, villain. Not only do they defeat the Grim Reaper and he brings him back to life, but they also befriend him basically. So they're just hanging out with the Grim Reaper for like the rest of them, and he joins their band. <laughs> it's just. It's kind of like an. It's kind of. Uh, similar to an early Tenacious D or something like that as far as what I'm hearing from you. Almost, yeah, but Tenacious D comes... They to got me, the band, to me at least. they go to hell, they play against Satan. Tenacious oh. D, to me, for whatever reason, I don't know the exact distinction, comes across as just like trying too hard and it, it puts me off. Bill and Ted, it, it works. Oh, I, yeah. And I can't quite pinpoint why, but I, I found myself laughing... Uh, pretty constantly throughout it, so I recommend it quite dearly. People also, if that wasn't enough to sell it, the director of uh, the first Bill and Ted also directed Critters. So there you go. Oh wow, uh, Critters! Yeah, so this here is a go. master, master class, <laughs> master class director. We're talking here. All right. Uh, so everyone, watch Bogus Journey. It's fantastic. I Sweet. will not. <laughs> it's a PSA. Uh, so Deadpool. Uh-huh. Back to back to Deadpool here. So the main problem, so Ryan Reynolds, you love Ryan Reynolds, right? Do I? Yeah, yeah. You, you I, were telling me about how much you love him when we were watching Deadpool, how excited you were cause, just because of how great Ryan Reynolds more, was. I'm just going to add this to the defamation suit. Uh, yeah. No, I think I mostly find him annoying. I don't hate him, but I find like, his humor just off-putting to me. Why? I don't know. He just comes across as annoying. So, have, have, are you actually recalling me? Like, no, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm screwing with you right now. <laughs> I think it's because he's too much of like a goofball. It's similar to the Deadpool thing. Like, he, he's very much the appropriate choice for Deadpool because it's like all his like internet meme goofiness style of humor. It's just annoying to me. I don't find him particularly intolerable, but I don't, I don't much care for him. Mm. I like him as Deadpool. I'll say you that. were telling me he was intolerable before the first Deadpool came out. You said, oh, I thought I you hate. said that I loved him. This is your, no, this, this, oh, man. this, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> um, so the, the reason that this, the problem with this movie that keeps it from being a, a, a really good movie is that Ryan Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, he's always cracking jokes. Yeah. And when Josh Brolin, Cable, who's who's 
he seems to be the villain for most of the movie, but he tends up to be an all, kind of an all right guy. Yeah, just just for those. Sorry, like spoiler the basic, alert. The brain. Well, I haven't seen the movie, so uh, I'd, I'd like to avoid spoilers. Okay. Okay. Cable's in it. Just just so people know who Cable is. And yeah, he's in the X Men. Yeah. He's like a he's like a Marine type. Like he's a soldier, but from the future. So he's got like space yeah. age tech, like way super advanced technology. He's pretty cool. But he's like a, he's super cool. Imagine like a gruff military soldier type. So yeah. really. Advanced training and just really gruff and he's much mean. cooler than he sounds because you're just describing Avatar right now. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to, to make it understand that, that yeah. he's like a gruff military guy. Like he's, that's his personality. And, well, he, and he's from like a dystopic future. He's uh, like in the cartoons he had come back. I can't remember specifically, but he came back to kill somebody or prevent something. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's actually a, more or less. It's, it's the exactly story the same in, in this movie. Okay. Like that's the main so plot. The, in the, yeah. the main plot is that is that his his family gets murdered, so he comes back to stop it. Okay. Or, or something along those lines, and he or or no, not so, so something similar. <laughs> I can't quite remember. Yeah, but sorry, so yeah. he's I, I can remember, but I don't want to spoil it. Too much. He's okay, a, he's a very stern character, right? His family's dead. He's already a very uh, militant marine guy. He has no sense of humor. He's not whatsoever. what you would describe as a fun character. No, no even not. if you like him, you would. Oh man, he's so much fun. He's yeah, like guy. Like he's <laughs> gruff, angry. Depressed military. So, what guy. makes him different than the angry military guy in Avatar that you were? Because it's Josh Brolin. Okay, it's awesome. It go. actually is like it's almost a play it, on that on that character. Only the, in Avatar, it's well, a villain. I can in in, okay, in Deadpool. While technically he's the end, this he's kind of the antagonist in the movie. He's not necessarily a villain. What he's trying to do is not is, for not for villainous reasons. Okay. Okay. So that that actually fits into exactly is exactly the point why part of like a big part of this movie doesn't work. When Josh Brolin shows up and starts interacting with Deadpool, so you have Ryan Reynolds who's doing all these funny, wacky jokes. As soon as Josh Brolin shows up, his jokes become way funnier because because jo- all of his jokes fall flat on Josh Yes, on his face because Josh Brolin doesn't laugh at a single thing that he says. He's usually just pissed off and angry about everything awesome. that he's saying. He's so, very much the in quotation straight man in the movie, where like he is not mm-hmm. out to like have fun or anything. He's just he's on a mission and that's it. Like he's just dedicated. It's a mission. very classic who's on first straight line wavy line comedy thing, right? It's just the here's the straight guy who doesn't who who's you know not laughing at anything, and here's the guy who's putting out all the bizarre scenarios and whatnot. Yeah, so the thing that really works about it, we were talking about before how Deadpool's jokes are very hit, or, hit and miss. Like, it's just constant wisecracks and some of it's too out there for me or whatever. Uh, the thing that makes his interactions with Cable really work is now even when he tells a joke that really misses, because, like, you see Cable's reaction of just, like, annoyed or being pissed Now off, all the like, jokes are hits. Now it's, yeah, it makes even the bad jokes that I find annoying funny because Cable is annoyed by them, too. So, like, it... Yeah, he relates to the audience because what's funny isn't watching somebody do something stupid. Watching Dumb and Dumber and just watching these yeah. guys do dumb things, that's not funny. It's funny to watch someone else on screen watch them. I mean, we've talked about it, I think, Definitely a bit before. Definitely funnier. In, in The Office, I, I, I swear they probably just have 9,000 hours of B-roll of Jim making yeah. funny faces, right? Yeah. So Michael will do something outrageous, and that would make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But then it goes to the reaction shot of someone else in The Office being very disgusted by what Michael's doing or shaking their head or disapproving, and that's the thing you're laughing at. You're laughing yeah. at them watch him do this ridiculous thing. So, I mean, that's why things like the Wayans brothers uh, in all these really dumb slapstick comedies, none of them work because they go, oh, Dumb and Dumber, it's about
about a bunch of guys doing dumb things. We'll make a movie full of, f- completely full of dumb people yeah. doing dumb things. Yeah. No, you need some smart people in the movie to watch the dumb people do dumb things. That's why it's, that's where it's funny because now the audience has someone to relate to. Well, it just feels like there's nothing, it feels like the laziest style of comedic writing because when I see comedy like that, I just, <laughs> I just imagine the writers uh, sitting around trying to come up with the most ridiculous thing they can and there's nothing, there's nothing clever about it and then it just seems like Oh, like there's no like what were they thinking? Sort and there's of no there's no truth you know, to it either. It's just yeah. a guy slipping on a banana peel. Um, yeah. So it, like having that straight man there who's like giving your reaction and yeah, it's just something about it. Like he can be like you see his annoyed reaction or cables. Yeah, he's trying to be super serious and murder a bunch of people, but Deadpool's like making internet jokes while doing it. Well, it's 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 because good comedy is about is about the truth. That's that's the the core of of really good of comedy. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the archetypes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it but it but the but the core of good comedy, if you think about anything, I mean I mean I know I can win Braden over this with with the office because the funniest things are the things mm-hmm. that are true that you've that that it's replicating something that you've seen in real life. Uh, you know, our conversation earlier that I, you know, I purposely chose to talk about getting fired and uh, and all these things. I could have just stuck 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 with the five minutes and how annoyed it was and had a low, really low mm-hmm. level conversation. But then it's like, well, it's funnier to tell the real truth behind that story, which is that you're pissed off uh, about it because you were you seemed to be wronged in some way. Mm-hmm. And don't pull s- those curtains back too much. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Sp- specifically the truth about. Well, that's the problem <laughs> with running an analytical show where you also got comedy, man. It's <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. Explaining why we're funny when we're making jokes, tell a joke and be like, "See, see, audience, that was funny." Because, <laughs> idiot. So, anyway, in Deadpool, then the the reason that it that the, the truth that gets revealed is as soon as Josh Brolin shows up, now it's acknowledging the fact that you think Deadpool's kind of an idiot and he makes these stupid jokes, yeah. right? So you actually ha- you actually have some something to relate to, mm-hmm. um, and the truth the truth of that is that. He's not that funny, <laughs> right? Like he's always cracking jokes. But at the beginning of the, so for a good, probably a good half an yeah. hour of the movie, and it's only an hour and a half, right? No, it's two and a half. It's or not not two and a half, two hours. It's almost two hours. It's like right at two hours. It's like a good, so a good thirty to forty minutes of the movie, though. Josh Brolin isn't there, yeah. And Deadpool, all of his friends are all wise cracking, yeah. unfunny guys, just like him. So you got one unfunny guy saying dumb internet meme jokes to one other unfunny guy who it's that guy he's from Silicon Valley and he always plays this jerk yeah. he's got the kind of the curly hair he's his bar his, the T- bartender guy TJ Miller TJ Miller I hate him so much I, I just want to he's, he's just like uh, did he sexually assault you yeah because he's that's apparently he's just like Adam uh, Levine or Devine or whatever he's from from uh, what's that what's that Slackers or whatever that that comedy show is about guys in an office. I don't know. It's non-workers or something. Oh, uh, like workaholics. Workaholics. Yeah. <laughs> um, that guy. He he is the most punchable face. You could just. Oh, I could just. It's funny. You I could just imagine punching that guy. Right yeah. What's that, that word? What's that word? That word I've never. No one's ever used to describe me. Something I never <laughs> say. Work, workaholic. Oh yeah, yeah. What's a workaholic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's annoying. T.J. Miller has that exact same kind of face. It's, you just want to punch it and implode well, also, his face so his brain explodes out his ears. I hate him so much. I hate his stupid fucking face. Yeah, one of the things that annoyed me in the first Deadpool, directly related to the cable thing, uh, is that. The movie worked, I felt like it worked when Deadpool was the only goofy, wacky character in an otherwise Mm -hmm. very serious world. Uh, A good 
ex actually example another example of that would be uh, uh, Ash in Army of Darkness, Army yeah. of Darkness specifically, where he goes back to these medieval times. Right. And Ash yeah. is like this goofball moron, but he's also a badass warrior in a sense, but mostly because he has a chainsaw and a shotgun, which is far more advanced technology. But he's just making like wise cracks and jokes and not like doesn't want to be there and not serious. But everyone else is acting like a serious medieval fantasy character, and it works so beautifully. Mm -hmm. uh, Deadpool has, I feel like that character should have a similar thing going for him, where he's he's in this superhero world, but he's just cracking jokes about how dumb superhero stuff is, or not necessarily how dumb, but just poking, just kind of poking fun at some of the more. Uh, fantastical elements mm -hmm. of superhero movies. So yeah, in the first one, when he gets to that T.J. Miller character, which is like his friend that runs a bar that he always goes to, or underground assassin bar, something like that. They just talk about their plans they talk and about what he's going to do next. But that that T.J. Miller character is just as goofy as Deadpool, and he also like breaks the fourth wall and talks to the audience. And that's where I feel it doesn't does work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I remember even in the, even in the first one, there's a scene where in the origin part of it, uh, the villain has Deadpool strapped to a table, and he's talking about his just typical villain sort of stuff, like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a super soldier out of you, whatever," with these experimental drugs. And then, like, he's explaining this super dark stuff, and then Deadpool says to him, oh, you got something in your teeth. And it's not really a funny joke. But then the villain continues explaining this villain stuff, and then, like, a minute later, as he's walking away, he sees his reflection in the window, and he kind of checks his teeth to see if there's stuff in it. Right. And it's funny, because yeah, that's funny. a serious character, but now he's basically kind of made into a cartoon character. It's making a mockery of that serious character, and that's where it works, and that's where Cable works. Like, that's where yeah. Cable is well, perfect there is, for that. There is no universe where I want T.J. Miller to be talking, <laughs> breaking the fourth wall, and talking to the audience. The universe that I want is that he dies in Deadpool and it was one of those accidents where the gun had real bullets instead of blanks, so now he's fucking dead. Get out of here. Well, apparently he's not going to be on any future installments, apparently. Oh, uh, did he uh, molest somebody? Something and now like that. There's, there's, there's some sexual allegations. Guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed, TJ. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> he guaranteed molested that kid. Um, in the first Deadpool, though, Aren't, isn't the girl, the goth girl in Colossus, aren't they kind of like that role where they're kind of more serious? Colossus a little bit, but he's still kind of goofy. Does he? He's got a I don't sick, remember it super he's well. He's got a comedic Russian accent. Like, it's a very thick yeah, okay. and it's almost comedic. And he's more like a dopey character than a serious straight. He is serious and straight in the, in the sense that he doesn't make a lot of jokes, but his character's kind of dopey in nature. Okay. And also the goth chick, whatever her name is, she's kind of... She's kind of like she's kind of jokey too, but in an angry way. Like she's always just like calling Deadpool a, a fag or whatever. She didn't say that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she just stuff does. like that where she's just aggressively mean toward him in a way that is also kind of trying to insult him back. It's not okay. quite the same as Deadpool's goofiness, but it is that character's trying to be funny again. Cable, there is like Cable basically tells zero jokes in the movie. There's nothing oh, awesome. he there's nothing yeah. he does that's funny. The only stuff he does that's funny is his reactions of being annoyed with Deadpool, and that's what makes it work. So like, yeah, yeah the difference between that goth chick, like she's trying to also be funny in her own mean sort of way. Like Cable ain't trying to be funny, and that's what makes it work really. Okay. Same with the medieval characters in Ash. Uh, maybe in they Army of Darkness. Maybe so. Deadpool three needs to be Deadpool goes back in time to a medieval that would <laughs> place. <be awesome. laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, like. I think I think you're really onto something though of saying put yeah putting the, uh, a very goofy character in a very serious world it's and not, no one else is funny like they are. It's not like it's not necessarily that that's you can certainly there's other comedy beyond that but that's the comedy that I think works for. Deadpool. Well, it really comes out of it naturally yeah. too. Like if as soon as you put them in that scenario, they're just going to naturally do something it, funny. Yeah, it's 
like I said, I don't think all comedy has to be like that. Like you, like all comedy movies have to do it this way. But for a character like Deadpool, at least for me, that's the only type of his comedy that that lands. That's all of his jokes that land is that he's this goofy guy in an otherwise not goofy world. Mm -hmm. But it, I mean, it's it it. Like it stands to be as proof of it as I think both of us had the same reaction to Deadpool 2 in that the first half hour is a little, like I wasn't impressed. I, w I wouldn't say it was bad, but there's just like a whole sort of subplot, I'll try, try not to spoil anything, but there's a whole place where he goes uh, and someone he tries to save and all this that's very uninteresting and more typical superhero-ish, but with just, just mm -hmm. Deadpool humor in it. And it's, it's not bad, but it's mostly uninteresting, more like a regular superhero movie than Cable shows up, and then it gets really good. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually remember, like, pretty much as soon as Cable shows up, the rest of the movie, I, I would say, is very good. Okay. Uh, like, if, if, if the whole movie was like the last, was like the post-Cable aspects of it, I'd say it's like a 9 out of 10, but immediately goes down to, like, an 8 out of 10 for me. Uh, just, just so people understand what I'm, what I'm saying. Like a five out of ten. It's our most hated movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the ever. first half hour is a bit of a, a slog, but then Cable shows up and it's great. I remember us sitting in the theater and being and thinking, "Oh, I think this movie is going to be a bad movie, yes. or like a really bad movie uh, based on based on the first mm -hmm. while before Cable shows ah, up." Okay. Um, so uh, more on to that, but uh, uh, speaking of people who are complete idiots, uh, mm. like T.J. Miller, let's get to our Baby Boomer of right. the Week. Mm. Do you like pina coladas? <laughs> and something, 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 something in the rain. Is that our theme song for this now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a new, a new, new Baby Boomer song. every time. So our, our Baby Boomers are shit of the week. Um, is actually Gen Xers. So okay, you, you, I don't you, know what the hell you're talking. Yeah. Is that they created Gen Xers? Yeah, yeah, that they that they they gave birth to the Gen Xers. That's what I hate. Um, no, my my com my complaint this week is actually about Gen Xers. Uh, and I'm already screwing it up. Okay, <laughs> so here's here's something for that that Gen Xers do. Uh, they love not the color, the 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 singer, Pink. Do they? They they love pink. Women in like their early mid forties, even even yeah, even late forties. They think pink is so funky and cool. She had that concert where she was on uh, all those uh, scarves, those long scarves. You know, women uh, they they hold on to them. They're suspended in the air and they're kind of flipping around and doing stuff. She's so cool. Uh, and in my mind, it's just women who like pink, not necessarily. Gen Xer women. No, they're Gen Xer women. I feel yeah. like I know. I know. Like you know, I went. To, I went when I was in high school and around that that my mid twenty, like mid twenties to like eighteen, like age range. Uh, I, I feel like I knew, I knew people my age that were. Well, that's because you were. Yeah, in high school, pink was new, and of course that was the demographic. But sure. now that nobody cares about pink, someone's still buying all her albums, and they're Gen X. The only they're person who posted any pictures or footage of that pink concert that happened like last week or whatever was somebody who was like I ten years know. older than me, early forties. Yeah, total Gen X. They, they, she's so funky and cool. Her hair is short, and and <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's pink. Short. So yeah. I was I was I was. Just sounds like a woman complaint, <laughs> which I'm all for, by the way. But uh, 
than than necessarily Gen Xers. I, I was talking I was talking this to to a to a Gen Xer uh, this week, and she was telling me all about this music video that Pink has, and it's so cool. And the music video has Channing Tatum in it, and it's like they have this perfect marriage, uh, like Leave It to Beaver. They have this the, that kind of style where she's all. Uh, you, you know, she's dressed like I Love Lucy or something like that, right? The perfect 50s housewife. And, and he's this, this perfect 50s house husband. But then as the music video evolves and they start turning these stereotypes on their heads, uh, he starts pouring a flask of liquor into his morning coffee when they're having their perfect uh, breakfast in their white picket fence house. Um, and then later on, she finds him in her closet and he's dressed up in her clothes like a woman. Uh, and, and it turns out that he's exploring other options and really just really just flipping all the stereotypes, Whoa, all the man. modern 50s housewife stereotypes on their heads. Pink isn't fucking cool. She's not funky or cool or flipping anything on her head. She's lame. She's the <laughs> lamest ever, and only 40s mothers would like her. She isn't, uh, this, this sounds like a, just yeah. a woman complaint to me. I mean, if you want to make this week's segment women or shit of the week, that's fine. But uh, <laughs> it does, like, I don't know any dudes who are into Pink. No. Any straight dudes. Um, the most <laughs> egregious thing about Pink is the fact that she uses an exclamation mark instead of an I in her name. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what she's gets so, me. She's just flipping yes, all the grammar stereotypes on their heads. And it's an upside down exclamation mark. She's literally flipping the exclamation marks on their heads. Okay, I got a question for you. As, as you being someone who likes garbage pop music or whatever. What makes Pink, Pink any different from some of the other big mainstream pop artists? Like, why is she so much worse? I, I don't know how... I mean... Because I, I view Pink as like, yeah, it sucks, but it's no worse than... I can tell you what annoys me whoever. about it. Because it's very hard for me to, to say, oh, uh, how do you take uh, this classical composer and say that he's any worse than Tchaikovsky? And it's like, well, I don't know, man. You're going to have to take a whole course on that subject. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty nuanced to tell why one is good and why one isn't good. I can tell you on a surface level what annoys me is exactly what I said. This idea that Pink is so funky and cool that just all the themes of all her stuff, the shtick, it's, it's, it's super annoying. And the music, garbage. Like I, I like a lot of pop music, and I can definitely tell the difference between good pop music and, and bad, bad pop all music. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just it sounds like you could interchange Pink with uh, whatever. These references are all going to be dated. Uh, but like Britney Spears or Shakira. Well, Britney, <laughs> well, Britney Spears has that song, Toxic. That's a great song, you know. Is it? Yeah, Toxic. Awesome, awesome pop song from Britney Spears. Toxic Holocaust. Britney Spears has that song, Toxic Holocaust. That was it. Was a Toxic Waltz? That's an anthrax. No, it's a cool song, man. It's got. But but I mean, like I would say that a lot of Britney Spears also has a lot of crappy music too, and she also has a few good songs. Which you know, you got the hits. Sorry, Toxic Waltz is an Exodus song. Before anyone, I don't. I'm not saying that Pink doesn't suck because I hate all of it. If you're saying you can interchange her with any pop artist, any other. Crappy I'm pop artist, you're right. I'm genuinely asking why the distinction in pink. I'm not saying that in a rhetorical manner. I'm just trying to understand because to me, as someone who listens to music for psychopaths, like I don't get any of it. I, I, there's, it would be very hard for me to describe it, it. especially seems, on a podcast. I'd have to be doing A, B, split tests. Especially when you're talking about like their dumb music videos. They're all stupid like that. 
Yeah, music videos suck. So, speaking of dumb music videos, have you guys seen the new Coldplay music video? No. So, it, <laughs> you force-fed it to us a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. It's a yeah, yeah. I showed you. It's the monkey music the video. My it's, it's on Coldplay's new EP, the Monkey EP. I believe that you've shown it to me, but I my mind he has completely wiped it clear. So it's it. just a it's just a band music video, you know, where the band is just playing in a location, and then they just film them and and kind of cut between different members. Uh -huh. Except the members are monkeys; they just animated monkeys instead of them. It's like I do remember you showing it to me now, but I don't remember anything about. The I actually don't <laughs> want to crap on it because if the other option is is just a band quote band music video mm -hmm. of the band just playing. It is better to just animate them as monkeys instead of the band. I don't really want to see the band. I guess I guess that's a better idea if that's the alternative. Is that they're just is that they're just sitting there playing their instruments like boring guys. The real guys. problem is that you're listening to Coldplay. I'm not listening to Coldplay. I'm listening to the Monkey EP. We got monkeys <laughs> out the wazoo. <laughs> There's no Monkey EP. That's just well, you really blew it with the Boomer segment this week. No, no, no. Pink sucks, man. And and you can definitely interchange her with any other crappy part pop artist. I, I'm not going to be able to tell you why someone like Bowie or something, as his pop albums are not are better. It's it's just better. You just listen to it and you know that it's better. How long do you think it will be till the public turns on David Bowie? I know he's dead. Oh, for for being uh, a sex criminal. AKA basically, gay. A, I was going to say pedophile, but all right. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Was he banging like 14 year olds? Yeah. <laughs> like, How old yeah, was I he? heard about that. And it was like, this isn't even some secret. Like, the some girl who was 13 when, like, he was famous or whatever. So, probably, I'm going to say somewhere in his mid 20s to 30s at the time. And he, like, him and his girlfriend or wife uh, hooked up with a 13 year old, which oh apparently was Lord. like regular, but. The reason nobody seems oh. to care about it, like no, they haven't made a big story about it, is because that that the woman who was the 13-year-old has since gone on to say, yeah, it was not a negative experience for me at all. Like I look back at it very cherished. But it's still yeah, that's because you banged David Bowie. Yeah, and it's, it's also it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't take away the fact that he banged a 13-year-old no, who can't properly give consent because like yeah. you just can't at that That's age. That's a Roman Polanski thing, man. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, but no, Ugh. but I've, I've and I've heard minor speak about it on like internet, whatever. But there hasn't been like a massive turn, and I think it's just because he's such mm -hmm. a beloved figure in like the pop. He's dead. Pop no man, world. I yeah, can, but that does. People, I don't think that'll stop. I can tell you because, why. Because these people who want to like like call these call people out like that like to them it's just a game of being able to one up other people who are calling people up be like oh mm -hmm. yeah you call it this well you're a sick loser because you like David Bowie and did you know I knew but did you know <laughs> that David Bowie is a huge pedophile or whatever I'm just curious just to see when that turn will happen because it's coming I, I, I guarantee it'll happen sometime I, I can the tell next you two years, I do not think it's going to happen you and I can tell so? you why that okay. it's, well, that's it's not, not I'm curious happen. to know and you guys are going to have to correct correct me if you have any examples of this. So J David Bowie has a lot of gay imagery. Yes. Right? So he, he looks... Even though he's not gay. Is he, he's probably like bi. He's bi. He's bi. He, has, he had a at wife. Least, at least back in the day, he's, he, pretty, he's gay, pretty known yes. for, his, he for a lot of gay he stuff. He definitely has what would be considered like traditionally it doesn't matter homosexual if, like imagery. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. It doesn't really matter if he's actually gay or not. Yes. It's, I, it's I, agree, the, I agree. It's the imagery. I think that if if he doesn't represent any sort of typical male figure in the uh, imagery, that it's that it's not going to come back to, to no, bite him. No, but see, I think eventually that people will write it off. They just won't do I it. I think that's why it's taking so long. But I think eventually, somewhat like one of these blogger types is just going to want to one up everyone and be like, "Oh yeah, well, David Bowie was 
banging 13 year olds and I'm better than all of you because I was able to shame him first eventually one of them will break and the headline the headline it'll take a while I agree the headline's gonna be is David Bowie a pedophile yes (laughs) (laughs) or or it's gonna say uh no, it's got to be. It's the hidden, be more... the hidden sexual deviancy of David Bowie. Oh yeah, the hidden sexual deviancy that everybody knows him for, right? It's got to <laughs> be more shameful, like to the reader. It's got to be something like, "Do you think you're okay having David Bowie in your music library?" Like, it's got to be more. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be more of a shame on you because that. That's why I think it hasn't been called out yet because it's not. They don't want to throw. They don't want to throw him under the bus for the things that you, for the reasons you said, but as soon as someone wants that... I could oh, see how it could have... Shame, that finger wag moment. Though, I'm dude. just not sure if this stuff is increasing at this point or decreasing. I can't tell if people are really fed up with it, so now it's not working as well, or if it's going to keep... If it keeps escalating, I agree with you. I don't know. There's been a couple of big ones, like just this week. There's oh, like really? The Morgan Freeman or whatever. What? Some other one, yeah. What? He's been I didn't hear about this. Assaulting people, apparently. Oh, Did you hear about the Morgan. Peanut? Oh, and that Morgan dude. Morgan P. Freeman that, assaulted That dude him. from Arrested Development. Like, I don't know much about that. Oh, uh, yeah. That uh, was an old, that's an old thing, though, too. Well, it's been in the, it's been in the, the limelight this week. Oh, like, really? Like, yeah, so. That's the because Arrested Development is coming out. Okay, yeah. They always George, happen George to Luth, right? they, they always happen to launch these news stories of a very old crime that has already been in the news. Yeah. Just as that person is launching a new intellectual property, well, like he's there, they it's, have the news. It's, it's not that they really like a lot of these. I know some people do, but a lot of these blogger types. It's not that they really want to to end this. It's they just want that headline, and of course, the new season. I think of they specifically want to perpetuate it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at, essentially. So, yeah, pick Arrested Development because it's got a new season, so it's a hot topic. Morgan Freeman, though, I don't know. He's not like in a, some big... It's an attack thing. on Christians. They're always attacking God. Was I it, guess. With Arrested Development, it wasn't a new season. It wasn't it just... The, no, they just recut no, everything? Season. They recut it and there's a new oh. season. Oh, what? Also, I started watching the recut of season four of Arrested yeah. Development because season four of Arrested Development, it's my most hated movie very ever. very different. It, well, they t- they're taking a show that you have an ensemble cast... And it works great in a 22-minute episode. And then they expanded all the episodes to an hour long. Uh, and each, each episode focuses on one character because they couldn't get everyone together for the first half of the season. Because they've all become bigger celebrities. Because they've all, all become bigger celebrities. Yeah. So, I, I've never watched it, but that's... So th- yeah. They recut the show, and they didn't just cut it into 22-minute segments. Like They reordered everything. Everything's uh-huh. been completely re-edited. I watched the first episode, and it was actually great. Compared um, to the fourth uh, season yeah. before, it was I, I heard be- it, f- it feels like the, a traditional episode the way it they feels cut it much more yeah. like it it's much much more similar so weird that they anyway. would even try to drastically change the format like that in the first place. it's because people didn't like it it didn't do well i mean i mean it's weird that they oh, would they, oh, would, change, right, they yeah. would change to it was that a huge misstep and i'm glad they admitted it hmm. so uh anyways you got any other movies that you've been watching this week um <laughs> so I, I finally got around to watching the Lost Boys, which I had never seen before, not even. That's crazy! You've never seen that kid. one, and that's what everyone. That, that's what all kid. like my movie friends always say. It's like, what? You've never seen uh, the Lost Boys? And I knew it was like a classic '80s style, like iconic '80s movies. So I, I, I had always wanted to, always, always wanted to get around to seeing it. And I finally did this week, and I forgot one crucial thing before watching The Lost Boys is that vampires are really gay. <laughs> uh, that is true. It's I, true. I will say I didn't care for The Lost Boys too much. Yeah. And, and I don't know, I can't quite pinpoint if it's that 
I think it's a bad movie or just that vampires are the lamest like monster of the classic monsters. I and you the said mummies place. were the lamest monsters. Funny that you say that. I was about to say the two lamest in contention to me are mummies and vampires. I don't like they're werewolves both. either. I think they're lame. I think werewolves are all right because at least they're when they're a wolf, they're kind of intimidating. And also American Werewolf in London is a fucking great movie. Yeah, and they're cool in Harry Potter too. I've never seen those. Mm. Um, never just, been a kid I'm then. just watching it and vampires are always like this tortured romantic type like even because they live forever and bad stuff is that what it is yeah they live so long you know it's it's hard to be old but there always seem to either be like this tortured romantic who's trying to woo some girl even though he's like a thousand years old and it's probably like an 18 year old so it's pretty weird uh or they're just like misfit teenagers which is what the lost boys is and that's kind of what that uh other movie was like after dark or something i don't remember what's called um I just think they're a lame superhero. And I, yeah, watching they're either the tortured romantic, which makes me think they're just a bunch of pussies, mm-hmm. or they're just like cool, gothy teenagers, which makes me think they're just a bunch of pussies. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think what I'm getting at is people who like vampire movies are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> that's, I don't have a sharp... That's my review of The Lost Boys. I don't Boys. have a sharp critique on it, but I just, like, vampires are so lame. They're, like, always, like, some handsome pretty boy, like, biting their neck, and it always just has a, a like, a love undertone to it. It's, I'm watching a monster horror-style thing. I don't want to watch him kissing some broad. I don't want to yeah. watch Frankenstein trying to woo some teenager. Yeah. It's just lame. Also, make my case for how gay vampire The Lost Boys is. Joel Schumacher directed it. Who is Yeah, I know. I look know. up look up his Wikipedia picture and tell me that's not super gay. <laughs> uh, looking it up right now. You'll have a good chuckle. Joel Schumacher. Well just uh, The Lost Boys, Joel Schumacher. Just look his his Wikipedia picture specifically. <laughs> just with his mouth slightly open. Uh-huh. He, like, he looks like an old guy who's dying. No, just to go, go, to his Wikipedia, to go to Wikipedia. Go to Wikipedia. I'm sure it's on the Google. Oh, yeah, that's, that guy's gay. He looks like a real gay <laughs> vampire. He's got, he's got, so you know when you have your shirt and you unbutton yeah. the first button oh, of your wow. shirt to, look, to, look, to show your chest and it looks really gay? He's unbuttoned five buttons. <laughs> it's half his shirt is open and then he has a weird cowboy necklace on. Yeah, he looks, he looks really gay. Um, he did Flatliners, the original. That's a movie. Fly, that it's not that see. great. No, I it's, I'm sure it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, another thing. So Corey Feldman's in this. This is this is actually considered, <laughs> he did the '90s Batman's Batman. Yeah, and Robin he did the one. Actually, that's like a funny little tangent. Is that he, he, oh, he has one of my favorite uh, quotes, like behind the scenes quotes of all time, because he got obviously heavily criticized for how garbage those movies were, and everyone was talking about how like. Because the original Batman movies, you had like the Tim Burton ones, they're very gothic and dark and a bit more serious. Not to say that they were for adults necessarily, but definitely a more serious, darker yeah, tone. And then it got to the Joel Schumacher ones, and it was they were so goofy and just like almost intended for babies. They were so dumb and slapstick. And so people were criticizing about this. And in some interview, he said, they're called comic books, not drama books. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I take back everything I've said about Joel Schumacher. I love that quote so much. They're called comic books, not <laughs> drama books. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he said that like he's basically apologized has, for those yeah. movies and saying, don't blame anyone else involved. It was kind of my fault. But if you read about it, it's the studio's fault. They, they came to him and said... Uh, make a movie that we can make a whole bunch of toys to sell the kids for. So that's why it's so like colorful it's and childish co- yeah. looking. Like that's why Mr. 
Mr. Freeze, the Arnold Schwarzenegger character. It's, he's got this over-the-top robotic suit. Like, it's just mm-hmm. insane. Uh, it's the studio's fault, as much as I want to shit on Joe jo Schumacher <laughs> right now. Uh, Joel Schumacher, not Joe. Joe, Joe Schumacher. That was one letter. I just had one. Um, but yeah, so Corey Feldman's in this in The Lost Boys. It was one of his like big movies. Him and Corey yeah. Hames, like that was the big movie from both of them, The mm-hmm. Lost Boys, that everyone references. Uh, Corey Feldman sucks in this movie. Do you remember? Do you remember him? Yeah, he's one of the Frog Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. He sucks in this movie, and I normally, really? I like normally, him? I normally like Corey Feldman in like a lot of his uh, younger roles. Like I, I think he was, I'm uh, always praising Gremlins here, but uh, I, I like, I think he's, for a child actor of that era, most of them are terrible, and and mm-hmm. a lot of his younger roles, he actually came across as quite competent and believable as an actor. So yeah. I usually like him, but in Lost Boys, he's still, he's a little bit older. Like he's not as young as he was in Gremlins or some of his other roles, but he's. He's not like he's an early, a young teenager. Like, I'm going to say somewhere around 14 years old. Yeah. Um, but he's talking with like a, he's trying to put on an older voice. So he's just talking like this the whole time. Like, hey, let's get out here and go hunt some vampires. Like, that. I'm actually surprised with my, my impersonation. That's spot on. Uh, he's talking <laughs> exactly like that. And he's putting on this voice. And maybe it's because, like, of course. That's his character, though. Yeah, but he's like a 14-year-old, but he's talking like he's, hey, let's go uh, fight some vampires. Like, it sounded like the character in the movie was putting on an intentionally fake voice. It didn't yeah. sound like a real voice in the slice. I actually don't have much more to say about Corey Feldman other than that, but it was just the voice. I couldn't take, I didn't like any scene with Corey Feldman in it just because That's of that crazy. stupid I, voice. I think he's hilarious because his character, like his character is supposed to be funny though because him and the Frog Brothers, they, are they, funny, take that, yeah. they take like the monster stuff like way too serious and nobody believes them and then it turns yeah. out they're right about vampires which is kind of funny but I'm, I'm more or less all for that part of it it's just yeah. his him putting on this voice because it sounded it didn't sound like a believable voice it just sounded no, it doesn't. like I think it's supposed to be funny though but maybe maybe oh, I, I don't know. know I don't know it didn't come across uh, did you know they made uh, two direct-to-video sequels to the Lost yeah, Boys yeah I've seen them and they're, they're Corey, not Corey, Corey, I would imagine he's in the third one Corey Feldman, he's I thought was he was in both. The sec- he I might, think he's in I don't both. remember the second one, but but I was reading up on it, and Corey Hames apparently was uh, he was going to come back, but he was unable to because he was too dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say about the Lost Boys. Uh, yeah, I did, I did not I did not like it mostly because vampires are gay. Yeah, they so lame. Although so, I, I just want to say one thing: oh, yeah. Fright Night is an awesome vampire movie. If you haven't seen it, it's an eighty. I haven't seen it's it. Sweet. Okay, done. That's all I'm going to say. We're, we're, it's, we're it's, watching it's, it's it right now. It's starting off on a handicap. It's awesome. Uh, end the podcast memory. and go watch it. Um, so back to Deadpool. Yeah. My, my last real point on it, uh, other than that Deadpool needs the straight man, is uh, I hate movies that for no reason tell the story out of order. Uh, does Deadpool do that? Yeah, so the beginning of Deadpool, if you remember, he's laying on a bunch of barrels. This is the first shot. Oh, that's and, very mildly, and, though. Yeah, it, it, it's it, not it like is mild. Whole, it's not like the whole movie's in a weird order. It, 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 is, it is a mild version of this, but people still do it for no reason, and then it blows up, and then it goes, going back two weeks to how this all started, or whatever it is, and yeah. uh, I think it takes 20 or 30 minutes to get back to that point. Um, but movies, so I think that this really picked up in moment, Memento, I think think is where this started. Well, there was a, a legit uh, reason for that to happen in that T- movie. Totally. Don't have a problem with it in Memento. But after it, people started doing all this. And so the most egregious that I've seen this, if I, if, if I didn't talk about this already on our Walking Dead ep- episode, uh-huh. uh, which was like, I think, episode two. So I think, I think people wouldn't have remembered by now anyways. Uh, I think in season six, the second half of it, maybe, of uh, season six of The Walking Dead, the first six or eight episodes 
were uh, all out of order. So they would show kind of what's happening, and then they would do these do these flashbacks that were in black and white uh-huh. uh, showing, and they keep kept going back and forth. And so my friend that I was watching with it, he took it into Adobe Premiere and re-edited it <laughs> and re-sorted out all of the scenes Which so that they were insane. Lit- <laughs> like that's like a full-time job. For that, probably that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work that he did, but he was really excited about The Walking Dead. So I did not watch the out-of-order one. That's I watched really the in-order chronological one that he edited. And... After watching it, I, 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 and so I could tell that because of the first episode and a half was all black and white because those were the flashbacks. And then, yeah, and, and the flashbacks are from a day earlier because they're just showing them <laughs> trying to beat this. Oh, that is weird. Like, there's, yeah, there, there's, so after watching that, I can tell you there is no reason whatsoever to mix those scenes up or tell them out of order or do them as a flashbacks. As a linear progression, it made total sense. And I'm certain well, it was way better. Here's the thing that, that, like t- trying to tell a non-linear story, like a Pulp Fiction, or sure, or a not Memento, a problem in Pulp leave Fiction. It, leave it, and it's not a problem in Memento either. But the thing is, that's the kind of structure or or filmmaking. Uh, leave that to the big dogs. Yeah. Like don't don't leave be, it to somebody who knows what they're don't doing. Don't be some schlub Walking Dead producer or director trying to pull it off because that is like that's advanced. That's like highly advanced technique and it like it the walking dead story just doesn't call for it like i, I haven't seen what you're talking about and i just don't like the walking dead there's no reason the walking dead could ever call i would for i that. would based on my experience with it i would absolutely agree with that you shouldn't be fucking around with yeah like, i mean it, it makes sense in a, in a story like like lost for example where yeah. they just do flashbacks to them before the island to get an idea of what the character is. Yeah. There's no, it would make no sense to tell that chronologically because you just have three <laughs> seasons of Lost of all of these characters' backstories, yeah. and then and then they'd be on the island. Like it wouldn't make any sense. So of course, uh, that makes total sense. But people, Deadpool is a perfect example where the only reason they possibly now to be fair, Deadpool barely does it. It's not like it's jumping around. It's, in it only goes it's back in time for about twenty minutes before it catches up with the with the first scene where it, yes. does, it does the thing. I hate it because it spoils what happens. It makes me feel like I shouldn't even bother watching the movie because I already know nah, what's going to happen. I'll disagree with you on the Deadpool thing. I think it was just trying to set the tone as to what what kind of story it would be. It immediately gives me the feeling, though, because people misuse this so much that I'm watching a crappy movie. It immediately sure. sets off my alarm. Bells. Mean, oh, this like, movie sucks. I, mean, I will say I think the, what they did with it in Deadpool is fine. It I wasn't have, I have more of a problem with the beginning of Deadpool being too serious for his character. Character, like right. what was going on? It was. It was. It, they. It wasn't. It. It was Deadpool trying to be serious, which that's no good at all. And that was very upsetting. I. I don't have a problem with that time structure. I agree with you that. Uh, yeah, something like The Walking Dead. Like, what? What are you doing? Like I said, leave that. Leave that to the big dogs. They should be the only ones fucking around with it. Same with. It was just a minor tangent complaint. Uh, any movie? No movies should go over two hours nowadays, except for the, again. Direct, like directed by the big, the big dogs. Because every one of these fucking superhero movies nowadays is like two and a half hours long. And when we went and saw Ready Player One, like we were talking about it, like just oh to see God. it for this I podcast. Still, yeah, I've got PTSD. And I was like, oh, I'm think, thinking me. beforehand, okay, we should, we should, I, I'll probably hate this movie, which clearly I did if you've heard the episode. Um, well, I'll go see it for podcast purposes. That's fine. But I'm looking at the, the show times. I might have even mentioned this on the episode, but it's like two and a half hours long. Like, fuck. I remember seeing that on the website thinking, fuck, I got to sit through two and a half hours from like just some fucking 
uh, like teenage comic book jerk off movie. Like leave that to the Scorseses, the Finchers, the Tarantino. Especially like, when don't. you watch the movie and you go, yeah, they could have cut a half hour from this. Yeah, like every single every time. Player, every single time the the new Avengers is two and a half hours, I think, and they definitely could have cut cut twenty minutes from that. And that's I'm about all saying, I have to say like, about it. I'm not saying I want all my movies to follow like an hour and a half formula. Have your protagonist be a fish out of water, so you can explain things. Like not everyone has to follow these beat points, but it should only be the ones that, that are are really, really, really good or competent in what they're doing. Now, if you're making some jerk-off superhero movie, like just skip, to, keep it around an hour and forty-five. That'll be fine. Maybe two mm. hours if you're feeling ambitious. But if you you go over every minute after two hours, is you're on borrowed time. Yeah, you're, there's a time bomb yeah. that's, that <laughs> starts after two hours. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't have. I don't have as much a problem with the time structure thing. I, I agree, it can definitely be unnecessary. Uh, but Deadpool. I was, mean, my problem is when it's done unnecessary. Deadpool and, was not an egregious case of that. Do you mean it, like, it was? It a was case an incredibly minor case of it. Incredibly minor. Where, case of like, it. is it where a thing where like where a movie starts and like they're in a situation? Yes. And it's like, oh, you're probably wondering how I got. Yes, here. that's exactly. It is a, a thousand. That's what we were that. talking about it while is you were like almost word like those those lines I don't of dialogue. Like that. Actually, Michael, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I hate it. Yeah. I'm not going to say I love it, but I'm not bothered by it. It's stupid. It's a stupid storytelling motif. Because it's almost I guess. like it's, I don't know. It's like a cheap trick to get the audience interested. Because then they're, like, oh, I wonder how they did get and there. I, and it, and and it then, does the exact like opposite. your movie should just well, be interesting. You shouldn't have to like dangle this little thing it, it's, in front of you. It's, it may, it makes me think the exact opposite. It makes me think this. To be fair, stupid. like I can't like I can't spoil it with Deadpool is. Again, somewhat making fun of it. Not okay. not a lot, not enough, not enough, not as much as they should. But what he's doing in that opening scene is definitely it's kind of it's like supposed to be a serious thing, but he's definitely it's definitely mm-hmm. goofy and Deadpoolish. So it is yeah. kind of making fun of it in a way. I did not think it was that was a problem in Deadpool. I will agree with you that it shouldn't be done by a lot of directors. I, but I like to see a movie where they show the end. And they're like, oh, you probably wonder how this happened. And then I hate it so much. No, but it's like, but it, it ruins the whole movie. And yes, then, yes, and, and, then, and it totally spoils it. And then you have parts throughout the movie where, if you didn't know the ending, they would be very interesting plot points. Yeah, like. I love it when the experience is the exact experience as your friend spoiling a movie so they've ruined the movie, but the movie does it at the beginning on behalf of your friend. It's the worst. Yeah. I cannot imagine a stupider filmmaking technique than to, than to ruin the end. It's like telling the punchline of your joke before you start the joke. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I would be for this argument, but I can't think of another... I can't think of any example. I can't think of specifics right yeah, now. But I know, you know, know you've I know, seen it. I know it's putting you on the spot, but I, well, I can't think of any time where it's, where it's happened so bad that it's spoiled the movie for me. The only it's happened a the few only times th- to the me only movie sure. I can I think of like immediately off the top of my head that does that, but it definitely doesn't spoil spoil any aspect of the story is Fight Club. Sure, I mean, like Fight yeah, Club again, is, Fight Club is a movie where that's okay. Yeah, there's also yeah, there's so many plot elements, but yeah, like it all, like spoiler alert, everyone go see Fight Club. It's fantastic. Um, like the opening scene opens with Edward Norton with a gun in his mouth that Brad right. is holding, which is the which is the exact closing scene of the movie. But you have, like, there is no clues throughout the whole movie as to how it got there. Well, like also, it's very, it's, you can, you, it would, I would never say it spoils anything. So this is what I'm saying. The only example I can think of that happening, it that doesn't happen. At all, all. And all that does is set the theme that this guy's life is going to get worse, yeah. which is really kind of what happens throughout the but movie. But his life in is already shitty from the get-go. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, and I don't have a problem with that at all. That's okay. dead. Again, you that's hypocrite. the Masters, kind of. <laughs> we'll you see. just called David Fincher a master? I said kind oh, of. Oh, 
Uh, Mark, this. I should have called him a big dog. For, I can't argue. This, Mueller need, edited that in. He I didn't actually say. I'm going to need this audio <laughs> bit for a yeah. later episode. I can't. <laughs> I can't argue that David Fincher's not a big dog. I, I okay. misspoke when I said master. I thought I, thought I was <laughs> quoting you, but I realized that wasn't what master. you said. Big dog means master. No, big dog just means that everybody, you know. Says that they're a big dog. Big dog. Right. Yeah, a master really, has to actually be a master. You're really fucking backpedaling here, pal. I'm just correcting myself. Yeah, sure, oh, big sure, dog. Sure. <laughs> you, you know, you're allowed to misspeak. Anyways, that's it for Deadpool for me. You guys got any thoughts or? Um, uh, no, I I would say I recommend it. I'm not <laughs> your most hated movie ever. Recommended. I'm, well, it's not, my a, most I'm not a diehard like Deadpool guy. I enjoyed the first one. It was all right. I would say I enjoyed this one more. It's worth seeing. I wouldn't say run to the theater to see it. I don't recommend it. Go kill yourself. It's fine. I mean, it's a fine movie. Maybe, don't okay. feel don't feel bad if you walk into it a half hour late. <laughs> okay, Mueller probably did already. <laughs> <laughs> all right, smell you later. Is that all we got. Mm. So long, losers. Bye. Bye.